So D and D, what does that stand for? Welcome to the Nerd Storm Podcast. Donkey Kong. I'm your host, Dicks. <laughs> That's I'm your host, Kyle. About. That's pretty yeah, good, actually. We actually do talk about uh, or Dreamcast and Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the three D podcast. Yeah, the three D podcast. They're not related to me, right? No. Okay, that's good. <laughs> um, anyway, we talk about a lot. You don't have three Ds. I didn't even get a chance to introduce you guys, because you like just started talking. Anyway, you know, my friends that are always here on the podcast with me, good old Hayden. Yep. Good old David. Hi, I'm David. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's probably the loudest you've been on this podcast to date. <laughs> I've turned into Skeeter from Doug. <laughs> I mean, last week you were like, Oh, my name is Hayden. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did do that, yeah. Check out my different shoelaces. Because <laughs> Hayden couldn't be in our second I have two state. defining characteristics, this voice and those shoelaces. <laughs> Which, by the way, I, you released those a lot quicker than I thought you were going to. Yeah. It was all good, but I was like, oh, wow, he already put the other one up. I was like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. He's anyway. Up, he's awake with bronchitis at all hours of the night. He's yeah. like, hey, get stuff done. <laughs> We talk, uh, yeah, we talk about all sorts of stuff. The BAFTA Awards that happen. Um, we talk about the Dreamcast for whatever reason. We talk about Batman Arkham. Billy Mitchell. Probably longer than we need to. Billy mm-hmm. Mitchell. We did talk about, you know, that douchebag. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, um, lots of stuff. Enjoy the show. Let's dive into this article, shall we? Just real quick. I just want to, I want to talk about this article just real fast because it's basically nothing. Um, do you want to start the podcast with it? Yeah, yeah, I do. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> that. <laughs> um, Good thing we're not recording. Scooch. He's recording. I see. Yeah, oh, it's what? Re- yeah, it's recording. Yeah, God yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah we caught you summoning a demon. So the BAFTA Awards happen. Nintendo is, of course, there. They won a couple awards. For um, what? For Mario Odyssey and Most Legend pretentious. Zelda. Most pre- Was there anybody Most there? So I don't know if I mentioned it, but at GDC, at the awards ceremony, Nintendo won like two or three awards. They didn't have a single representative there. I know. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they had they like... They like every year. Yeah. There's no, there's nobody from Nintendo. No, ever. that's not true. They were at... They gave a couple talks. They were at the, the Game Awards in December. They were actually at the Game Awards. But Game Developer oh, Conference. The other one. Yeah. But yeah, they weren't at GDC. Where ideas are exchanged. I, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I thought it was really weird they weren't at GDC. Well, they, they like, there were a couple people that gave talks, like Nintendo-specific talks on like Splatoon and yeah. maybe Legend of Zelda. But they were at the BAFTA Awards, which is like basically the Oscars of video games, but it's more artsy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, They... We almost got our own academy, is what you're saying. Did you guys see who like the like the who won the BAFTA awards and all that stuff? No. I saw was t- Tim Schafer got a fellowship. Yeah, thing, which, which I thought was kind of cool. It's great. He's Tim getting Sa- all the things this um, year. Tim Schafer joins the fellowship of the race. Oh, he'd be so happy about that. <laughs> he he's got a hair hairstyle I, like one of those. Did I tell you so. guys he broke his lifetime achievement award? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, yeah, at GDC at the award... I should just talk about the award ceremony. I, don't, I probably didn't talk about the award ceremony at all. At the GDC award ceremony, yeah, no, Tim Schafer got up and, like, got his Lifetime Achievement Award. He was, like, playing with it in, like, mid-speech. Uh, he's like, I should stop playing with this. I'm going to break it. And then later in the speech, he broke it. And he's like, I just broke this Lifetime Achievement Award. It was great. <laughs> so then when he won this BAFTA one, he's like, thank you all for giving me this indestructible reward. Because <laughs> he didn't break it. <laughs> 
Because um, he's amazing. So Game of the Year uh, went to What Remains of Edith Finch. Really? That's who, that's who won Game of the Year. Um, uh, Hellblade won a few awards. Uh, they won four, actually. Either you had a spasm or you don't like that game. <laughs> uh, no, it's just a Game of the Year. That's interesting. Okay. For uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. I thought that was kind of weird, too. That's why I thought, like, it's more artsy. It's a little bit more Because, like, I, you know, I... Horizon Zero Dawn, Legend of Zelda, Mario oh, Odyssey, uh, you know, yeah, even Assassin's Creed Blaster Origins, Master, Destiny Two, you know, Blaster Master Blasting, definitely Destiny, Destiny Two. <laughs> Wait, we're not supposed to be talking about Destiny Two yeah, anymore, yeah. man. Oh yeah, We've that's 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 man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> got a bunch more people pointing out how bad it is, but it ain't me. So <laughs> yeah, they're not doing real well. Hey, new expansion next month though. Sorry, Kyle. And that's what's yeah, it's okay. So, so many tangents. Anyway, but like as far as yeah, the the BAFTA awards. Yeah, I thought it was kind of weird. What remains of Edith Finch won, but anyway, uh, Sumer Odyssey won Family and Social Game and Game Design, and Social then game. Legend of Zelda um, they yeah, won what? Innovation, which I thought was a little weird. Which one for Legend of Zelda Innovation? Yeah, yeah. Now, this is the Academy. Now, like yeah. the only thing I can say as far as Zelda getting Innovation is that I guess because it it's innovated, innovated its the way that that franchise has gone. Yeah, right. Like that's the only thing I can figure. Yeah, because everything but I, like, was done by everybody else. And yeah, like it's like it wasn't innovative. Like it didn't Perhaps bring anything new. Perhaps if Nintendo would have attended one of the other nine hundred GDCs that would have seen this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, like it just it kind of kind of kind of threw me uh, for a loop. Um, the Cuphead won music, which I thought it definitely deserved because mm-hmm. yep, they had music. fantastic music in that game. Mm-hmm. And then Overwatch. Now this one, I love Overwatch, but Overwatch won evolving game. You know what? I think they're trying to recognize it as like, you know, it is difficult for a game to stick around and maintain a balance of players in I mean that category. But in, I would first person shooter multiplayer, you But know? see, I would have given that award to Fortnite because it turned from one terrible garbage piece of software into like one yeah. that now half the people in the world and play. See, I wouldn't recognize it for anything because they're still an idea from PUBG. And even but, though I hate both companies and their games. But it's a very different style game now than what it was known for before, and it's also on the phone, which then prompted uh, PUBG to get on the phone as well, and somehow that's actually still fun. Now they're suing. So there's like a AAA console game on a phone. PUBG can't sue them. They stole the they yeah. stole the idea from H1Z1. I mean, it was made by the same guy who made uh, H1Z1, didn't it? Wasn't it? I don't think so. Oh, what am I thinking? I mean, I could be wrong. I think anyway. that is his second game. So anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, I just thought it was a little, I just matter. thought it was weird that Overwatch got an evolving game like it. Don't get me wrong, the game's great, you know, mm-hmm. but it, it hasn't really evolved, you know, over the, you know, over a year that it's been out. All right. At least the so, last uh, year. Perhaps, I don't think you're taking it, look, for devil's advocate's sake here, I will argue that point. Uh, of course you would, because it's Overwatch. It is. Here's <laughs> the thing, it's been, it's been out for two years, and by the end of the first year, it already pretty much established everything that the game was going to be. Up until this mm-hmm. point, so yes. it hasn't transformed much over the. I mean, the like, only thing that's really evolved is maybe the characters. Like they've, well, yeah, they've like updated they have, and changed the characters. There's two new characters that play strikingly different, and there's Mercy, who came out with the game that was player's favorite character, is still a main healer even after a complete rework of her. Mm-hmm. You know, where she, they've been screwing with her and screwing with her and screwing with her, trying to get her to be more fair for everybody else and not a total. 
Well, and, and Diva. <laughs> and Diva. Yeah, Diva was think, completely I still think as well. Diva's a mess, but I'm, I'm going to leave Reaper out because he's still a giant just black hole of suck, but... <sighs> Who else won? Anything else? Um, I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Zero Dawn won original property. Um, narrative. Sure. Um, let's see here. Divinity Original Sin 2 won multiplayer game. Really? Now, the reason why... Now, that game is actually really good, and the multiplayer functionality is actually a lot of fun. It's actually finding people that want to play together, though. Which game? It's Divinity Original Sin 2. Oh. Like, because I played the first one. I really liked the first one. I heard good things And eventually, I will play the second one, but it's it's basically... The game you put in front of Division in the drawer. Okay. (laughs) Like, yeah. Did, um... uh, did you ever play the old school Baldur's Gate or Icewind Dale yeah. and stuff like that? It the game style um, plays a lot like that, but it's multiplayer. Baldur's Gate. Yeah, and then the uh, Bauda. Bauda. like the environment is That's you can kind of play Bauda. to the environment and stuff like that. Um, set things on fire and use mm. your spells to set things on fire and spells. Just yeah. Niana. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, but those those are the those are the big ones. Oh, but um, let's see. Uh, Hellblade, like I said, one, two, three, four, five awards. Five awards. It did really well at uh, GDC and now, the award show too. I finally played it. Yeah, I did, and I actually I like it. Play what? It's damn hard. Yeah. <laughs> Hellblade. Hellblade. Send you a sacrifice. It just came out for the Xbox One. Does that have any relationship, like, story-wise to to the old Heaven Hellblade. Sword? No. At least none that I've come across yet playing the game. Have you? Did you play Heaven Sword? Yes. Okay. It's like so Andy Circus Like that. the cultures are completely different as well. And this one, like, if you remember, Heavenly Sword's more like kind of semi-post-apocalyptic, right? Um. It's kind of anti circus apocalyptic. Uh, well, but my but my point is is that is um, like Hellblade is not He's Hellblade like is not post apocalyptic at all. It's it all takes place during like the era like the Vikings and stuff. I like didn't that. see like I didn't pick up on <laughs> Heaven's Sword, Heaven's Blade, whatever being post apocalyptic. It's basically just like here's a female god of war, but she's angsty. Like every game that that company does is that their female character is always angsty. Sounds like um, well, they had well, Darksiders three. Because oh, she's got a female theory. character. It's a lot like God actually. War, you know, know I wanted to talk about angsty. them. Okay, I, w- I want to talk about them a little bit. They're not going to be at E three this year, which I thought was a little bit of bullshit. They haven't shown anything. They for have a two. Year. They have two big games that are supposed to be coming out this year. They haven't really shown enough of, and they're like, oh, we're not going to be at E three. There's I, a lot of people that. Aren't you, but be do you know E3 the reason why they're not going to go to E three? Because they're working on the game. No, the World Cup is that same week, is the end of that weekend. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I know, but, like, they have these two big titles that... Okay, so here's my issue with THQ Nordic right now. They have really great titles that are coming out, but they're not marketing them at all. Mm-hmm. And these titles are getting lost in the mix of everything else that's coming out. So, if you want a company to succeed... With the products that they're releasing, you gotta market that shit. Well, and if you're not showing up for one of the biggest marketing opportunities, you know, of the year, the issue that with hurts you. has always been like, okay, so what? What does it cost? Not money wise, but Hell, dude, they could partner with Microsoft, Sony. There, that's not an excuse in my opinion, because that company has enough clout still, 
especially with games like Darksiders 3. Again, and um, what is that? This bio, is not, bio, this is bio money that's coming out to. from them as well, looks, which looks really good, by the way. Like, if they use just those two games alone, I guarantee you Microsoft or Sony would be like, yeah, we'll, we'll show off your game for you, no problem. Even like what you're saying there, it still comes down to not a cost of money, but a cost of resources and time. Well, they didn't Who do say you have flying out. They didn't what say no. A, it's kind of to do with money. They video. just don't want to be there. They want to go. To the, they want to watch the World Cup on TV. I think they looked at it and said, "Like, <laughs> look, it's super successful for us to get this stuff ready for that show. Let's just keep plunking away at it. And hey, we got this one break before we have our you know in the middle of our crunch here. Like, that's nope. That is not. That's not. That. E- that's not even what's happening. Though. That's exactly like, what happened. Pick up that goddamn phone because I just, just because they're it. not going to be at E three. Does that mean that they could still show a trailer or something? It's like, true. Like they could just go ahead and like throw something out. But have the like the, the I just I think that's just a missed opportunity as far as having like massive marketing on Maybe your Microsoft or two of the biggest games. With them and, and it's more and it's more it. of it's more of that. I'm just talking about like past experience now with THQ Nordic mm-hmm. of them not been. talking hey. about their stuff. Like battle Frankly, chasers. I find your yeah, behavior. Battle chase dude, battle chasers. Don't you think that game deserves more credit than what it's than what it's gotten? Battle yeah, chasers. Okay. But, but that's my point. That is a game that they barely even marketed at all. But that's not the same studio, that's it's Joe Maguire. Th- okay, but it's THQ Nordic. But again, like that's not the same studio. Joe Madrari is split off from the studio. THQ Nordic is the publisher of that game. THQ Nordic is the publisher of Darksiders 3. They are not going to be at E3. My point is that THQ Nordic is not taking the opportunity to market their games well. Elix was another game that THQ Nordic published. And that game actually is really good, and nobody knows that it exists. So if you want to to come in to survive, especially after a company that has the history that it does, that both THQ and Nordic games Mm -hmm. have, and they combined... That company has pretty crazy history, and if they want to survive, they need people to see their games. Like, it's just as simple as that. Kyle, it comes down to this. They're performing poorly because I am rooting for them. This happens with everything I back. That is that is true. <laughs> this is like this is like gospel at this point. The Utah Jazz lost the championship both years, and they got two years. Because yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah, rooting for them, yeah. Back to back. What team do I care about in Overwatch League that's always losing? Dallas Fuel. Dallas Fuel. It's yep. true. Yep. Did you let them know that you're the hey, reason why they lose every game? <laughs> I bought two expansion passes before the games like had come out for like season pass stuff. Oh, for Destiny. I uh, don't not for Destiny. For uh, I bought one for Darksiders. Darksiders two, and they came out and canceled half the plans because. Oh yeah. That game didn't go on. Yeah, like it's it's the curse that I actively give by supporting something yeah this is great oh <laughs> there are two Overwatch teams from Texas right there's the Dallas Fuel then there's the Houston Houston yeah. Atlas which is the better team yeah I was gonna like I was my joke I was gonna be like there's a good one there's the bad one <laughs> see once I go down there I'm gonna have to choose between those two well, I was watching a video on so they've got a video on uh... well let's see you're going to Irvine Austin oh Austin yeah Oh, that's right. You're going to Austin, yeah. So Austin, if you're going to Austin, Texas, it'll probably be Dallas. Houston. Well, Dallas is closer, I believe. I think you're right in the middle, aren't you? Of the state? Or of no, the like between the two. I don't know, man. I haven't looked at a map enough. <laughs> but they call the Lone Star State because only one of them teams is good. <laughs> when I when I was down at the office last weekend, they like they mentioned that there was like 
most of the office preferred one team, and then there's like a small section of people that preferred another team. I'm assuming it's probably the Houston Outlaws because they're winning, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're like watching them play; like they're actively. Well, they're like like, yeah, they're playing, and most of them have a pretty good attitude when they're out there playing as well. Discipline and like they just function as a team the way like you would expect them to, in the same league as like you know Dynasty does. Yeah. So like yo Overwatch corner for a hot second. Uh, You guys are familiar with um, Junker Town. And they're talking about Junker Town, and they're basically saying this is a test of team discipline and cohesion. Because the way that map is always played is the attack. It's different from the other maps because in the other maps, it's very easy for the defending team to defend, and the attacking team has to have the initiative. In Junker Town, because of the way it's set up and the way the pirate ship strategy works, where you get Narisa on the payload with the Bastion behind, and then cycle some, you know, healing and, and dive characters in there with them. Like, it is very easy for the attacking team to hold the payload, and the defending team has to create the initiative. And the Houston Outlaws, like, like watching them play, they pivot very easily, and, like, they destroy the Dynasty's hold on trying to get them off that payload. Like, Dynasty creates the opening, but because of how easily uh, the Outlaws pivot and, like, counter that stuff and focus on, on the actual threats... Like the way their cohesion, their cohesion, and just discipline works instead of like just falling apart, like you see a lot of other teams, happens. Like they routinely upset, like major teams on that map. I mean, yeah, uh, they they upset the Spitfire on there too. Well, see, that's that's one of the things I like about that team too is that they they're constantly learning mm-hmm. their team. It's like Soul Dynasty does the exact same thing. They're you like them because you think they're eventually going to get spo- sponsored by Razor. <laughs> because black and green. Yeah. Black and green, dude. Just because it's black and green. It's got nothing to do with Razor. Sorry, what brand underwear are you wearing right now? <laughs> it's just Razor? Right. Just Razor? Yeah. Yeah, Razor under. Okay. They are black and green. But the fun Jeez. thing is that they're made of real razors. Oh. So, <laughs> gotta be careful when I sit down. Yeah. Gotta make sure everything's flat. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm gonna have some scratches. The only um, other person that's got a butt this sharp is uh, that, uh, Beyonce. No, Tomb Raider. What were we talking <laughs> about? Though? What were we talking about before he like went off on Overwatch again? BAFTA. There was something you wanted. Yeah, to leave well, we were talking about BAFTA. Yeah, that, that, that was just an intense thing. Basically, like he never really said like he says. Yeah, we're all working on something, you know. But they're always working on something. Yeah, so it's like it's like oh, everybody else is too. Microsoft's working on something. Sony's working on something. Yeah. So like, it's just saying stuff about the it's, it's like it's that fluff, you know. Yeah. Like they threw a news article on there. Just yeah, click on it. Yo, hot tip: the companies around today plan on being companies around tomorrow, and they understand they have to have a new product in that time. <laughs> The companies that made milk yesterday are probably making milk today. I mean, I think it would have been cooler if they could have got more info on, like, because when they first talked about the Switch, they said there'll be different versions of the Switch that'll come out over time. Like, I would have liked to have heard more about that mm-hmm. than, oh, yeah, we're yeah, we're always working on something. Like, that's not news to me. Like, that's... <laughs> I would rather hear that's, someone... That's common sense. I'd rather hear someone come out and, like, comment to them just like... Oh, no, we believe this to be the pinnacle of technology. We're never moving on to anything else. Any other dumbass questions, you stupid fuck? <laughs> Coming out with the Switch U in fall. <laughs> Switch U. Switch U. In a bunda do. Please, no. You think they would have learned from the last one? <laughs> but who knows? No, I think with the, the head that they have right now, I don't think something like that will happen. So, but, but I mean, he did create like the 3ds XL and 
the new 3DS XL. That's the worst name for it. <laughs> Call it something else. It's the worst name for everything, but they keep going back to that wall. Well. It's the new one. <laughs> um, no, like, uh, say, like whenever I had to do the Zelda customer, I was like, and this one's the new. Just raise your eyebrows a little bit. Oh, <laughs> the new 3DS XL. This is the new 2DS. See, previous <laughs> to this, they're all hot pieces of garbage. That is, is the, but old, now it's the yeah. new. That is hot the piece new of garbage. Super Mario Brothers. You yeah. can tell because it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they dance in the middle of the game instead of just progressing on their mundane paths in their lives. Get it on console. Get that wah wah. Oh, I, I like it. I like it. I think, it's, I think it's adorable. Oh, it's, no, it's not. It's adorable. It's terrible. It's it just like, it's makes me love the game. Games. It's like it's the charm of it. It's like, aww. Aww. It's not, it's not charming. It's obnoxious. It's not obnoxious. Just calm down. Behave like you're supposed to. Stop dancing to the music. You can't hear it. <laughs> this is for me alone. You're just so selfish with your music, David. As it, can I help it that I want every game to feature Avril Lavigne's girlfriend? <laughs> no. Burnout Paradise proved that it just had a place everywhere. <laughs> Cruise on it. And you, By the way, know, did you buy that? Not yet. Are you going to? Possibly. Mr. Burnout Paradise is the best game ever made. I mean, it was the best game of the last generation, but I... You know, that is so not true. <laughs> but between Grand Theft Auto, Skyrim, it goes right for Burnout Paradise. <laughs> like, I, I believe that is one of the best games of the last generation. Like, I... You said like, the. You, you said the. That's beyond Halo Reach. <laughs> like the, the, like Halo Effect. Reach, Mass Effect, yeah. Bioshock. Sorry, I believe the. like in a, in a top ten list. I believe that has the Batman Arkham games. Oh yeah. I mean, I think I put Arkham Asylum in there, but I don't know if I do City or Night. City, yes. Well, I put, City was part City of was that. good. City was better, but it was bloated. I didn't like. What? Uh, was it was way better than Asylum. It was way better than Asylum because it was bigger and there was so much more going you could, on. You forget to go to Calendar Man every day he wanted you to. Oh, jeez. You just go into your Xbox. That's just your you achievement. Your yeah, you go... just change your date, dude. Yeah, no, crazy. I no. did this. I did you know that. What you do? You go into the YouTube and type in all Calendar Man cutscenes and you watch it there. No, because you get an achievement when you do it. Yeah, it was way too much work. No, it's not that. I did it. it wasn't Arkham, that bad. Arkham Knight was definitely bloated, though. I looked at, I had the guide, and I looked at how many trophies there were, and I'm like, there are like a thousand. Well, like, yeah, the, yeah, the, the Riddler stuff. <laughs> I'm not doing this. The Riddler stuff. Like, I got most of them. Get, like, I'm pretty the, sure the, I only missed like maybe five tops. We'll get back in there because those five are keeping you from the true ending. The pro. So here's the problem with that. The oh, Riddler. Riddler. I have no <laughs> fucking clue where they're at. So I even have the guide for it, mm -hmm. and then I was like, I was going through the guide, I was like. Not even the guide is gonna help me find out where these five that I'm missing are. Guys the, I should have like, been marking them off. Yeah, because you don't know which I was ones you have. Them. Exactly. You're like, ah, oh, did I already get this one? Well, it was like two and a half I was years ago. I was talking. Can't you find like some fool that like will rat out like the locations of Riddler trophies in each area? Like if you put your well, I have vision a, on. I have a guide. Yeah. I, if well, you interrogate people, they'll do that. Yeah, this yeah. is an in-game tool. Like you find a dude that's green instead of the regular color, and like you go beat everybody else up and grab him, and he's like, "Hi, I work for the Riddler. You want to know everything? Sure." Just because he kind of tells you where it's at does not mean that it's n well. It's not. He doesn't just tell you. He just reveals like a general area around yeah. him. Why are we talking about a game that came out like? Because Kyle wanted to talk about the greatest games of generation. Yeah, that's true. I didn't want to. You're the one that said that Burnout Paradise was the best game of last generation. Take me down to the paradise yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, the one that said that. Dude. You said oh, that. Burn. 
Okay. And then, you know, we brought up the Arkham stuff. You said Arkham City sucks, which Hayden and I both disagree with you because you're a terrible person. No, I said the other games were bloated by (laughs) comparison. I didn't say they sucked. I still enjoy them. Arkham City was not bloated. Arkham City was, yeah. No, it wasn't. It was good. Yeah. I will will give you Arkham Origins and I'll give you Arkham Knight were bloated. For sure. Oh, yeah. Origins. That's a fun one. It wasn't too bad. Like, it was, it was, it was fun to play. Just, it just, just felt different. It just it dropped there. your save file sometimes. And well, the, the problem <laughs> the problem with it was is it wasn't done by Rocksteady. Yeah. It was done by the Montreal. It was still using Warner the Brothers same company. Engine. You're right. If they, if they do stuff, it, but... it should be you know acceptable for a save file to just disappear on somebody. What else we want to talk? How did you feel about that, Hayden, with Mass Effect? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring up old wounds. You're a bastard. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to play it again. <laughs> yeah, it's such just, a so you, just so you can get to the end. Oh yeah. Just so you can finally see that ending. Mm-hmm. Is it driving you nuts, or did you just YouTube it? No, I think I YouTubed it already. Yeah? Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I've seen it. Goodbye. Yeah. F that game. So old that game suck, exploded. And here's why. That game sucked. Talking Kong champ Billy Mitchell. Oh, you wanted, did you want to move on to that already? Yeah. Okay. D- yeah. T- uh, <laughs> 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 um, so Billy Mitchell was stripped of his title, which... I've never felt so good yeah. about somebody being stripped of anything in my entire life. When they had the thing about Todd Rogers a while back, I was like, oh, yes. Rod Todgers? Rod Todgers. <laughs> Did I say Rod Todgers? No, no, I said Rod okay. Todgers. Rod Todgers. <laughs> now you're not going to ever like say Todd Rogers well again. Yeah. Rod Todgers. Rod Todgers. It's like a baseball player. Rod Todgers. <laughs> Come on in a first here. It's also a porn Stop name. It it's a great Rod. porn name. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, you both have watched The the King of Kong, right? Yeah. No, like, but I've full heard of the entire story. Yeah. Oh, you haven't watched it, though? No. Dude, like, we should oh, probably Netflix. set up a time, like, to, like, watch it. Like, that's actually a lot of fun to watch. It's probably one of the mm. best video game documentaries out there. Yeah. Like, hands down. Mm. Twin Galaxies, man. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Billy Mitchell is very prevalent in that documentary, and he is a dickbag throughout that entire thing. Mm. Yeah. Like a just a well, huge bag full of dicks. People like break a score on an extremely difficult and old game. Yeah. And it will have taken them like 20 years to do it. And then he'll come out with like, here's a VHS of me beating that score like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And just like ruin that. Yeah. And they'll be like, what? So, well, and like yeah. the, like what I always thought was weird is this watching is like, that VHS looks like shit. Yeah. Like yeah. DVDs are around now. Why the hell has he got a VHS showing this? Because stuff? he has a mullet. Look at the man. Do like, you think he understands technology? Oh, it's not a mullet, man. It's just beautiful, like long locks. Yeah. He's like 50 and probably yeah. dyes his hair, but. Mm-hmm. I would assume so. So. This wonderful man has been hiding away from humanity because it was like one of his quotes was like if you like work with people who don't understand video games. One of his quotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this this wonderful hero of our time, you know, the greatest video game player of our generation, as crowned by some Japanese fool because he played a bunch of really old obsolete well, games. Well, listen. Well, some of those records he got was when those the one they weren't so they weren't old. The one, yeah. the one standing but, one is he got he achieved the Pac Man kill screen. Before anybody else could. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's what he was awarded, like, the video game player of the, cent- of the century or whatever. But, basically what it's come down to is, Twin Galaxies has two sections where you can post um, records. One is on the original arcade hardware, mm-hmm. and one is on MAME. They don't care which one you do, but the issue is you have to be honest about it. 
So, they've got these forums, the same forums. I imagine like it's similar people on these. Like, the Donkey Kong forum is where the evidence for this guy, or, or Steve, or who's this man? Mitchell? Billy Harry, Mitchell. Harry Boy. Yeah, Billy Mitchell. Billy Mitchell, like the evidence for him came from the Donkey Kong forum about how. Yeah, and I read it, it right? Uh, it was Donkey Kong Forum first. Oh, it was, oh, it was the forum? So, okay. Mm-hmm. And a guy put together a, a video, like saying, like, yo, here's here's the undisputable evidence, like, this guy it was playing on a MAME cabinet and this footage is doctored. But, like, he had done a similar thing for Todd Rogers with his a lot of his records because, like, they're looking at the videos and stuff and, like, his scores and people put together, like, oh, in this particular game, you can't achieve the number on this because nobody else can achieve this. Like, it is not possible to go beyond this score because people are running actual perfect games and we created an algorithm to play this game as perfectly as possible and it cannot break or even come close to his score here. It is not possible on the hardware. Mm-hmm. So you've lied about your score, sir. But on uh, Billy Mitchell's stuff, they looked at uh, the way an arcade cabinet loads in Donkey Kong versus the way a um, uh, main program loads in Donkey Kong. And the arcade will load in from the sides by chunks towards the center. Yeah. And the main cabinet will just kind of like do bits and pieces. Like, okay, here's the ladders, here's the girders. Like, it kind of goes from top to bottom. It's, it's a bit differently, but like they slow it down in, in some GIFs he posts. And like, it's very obvious. Like, oh, yeah. He has side by side with like, here's the arcade cabinet with Billy Mitchell's well, footage. And Billy Mitchell and hired the- like a group of people to look into this. Mm hmm. Thinking that he was going to get away with it as well. Yeah. Well, he's got, like, they've looked at videos of, like, they've got one of the videos released of him talking, like, okay, here we're playing Donkey like, we're going to play Donkey Kong Country, or Donkey Kong. I'm playing Donkey Kong on an arcade cabinet here, and here's my man doing a board swap. And, you know, it shows, it, like, goes around the side that shows him taking the board out, disconnecting all the connectors, putting it on the rack. doesn't show him, but he basically takes the exact same board. Because Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. have almost the exact same board. Difference is the labels on them are yellow instead of white. Mm-hmm. So Donkey Kong Jr. has the yellow labels. This board has yellow labels. He takes it out, puts a board with yellow labels back in. Only one board has yellow labels. <laughs> Looks like Donkey Kong. So like he's disputed him on every single point, and they've looked at it all, and like they've they've noted that like the other like telling thing that he's doctored main footage is. They've got like uh, magnetic like burn marks, you know, in throughout the video. And after those happen, so as you hit guys with hammer, as you hit guys with the hammer, you're assigned a, a point value at the start of the game. Yeah. So when you hit a guy, you know, it's going to give you 100, 156, maybe 200, maybe some, like some high, some low. But the point is, you need to be lucky enough to get a high number on that assignment to, to have a good score. run. Yeah. yeah. So with Billy Mitchell's doctored footage, he he has differing values on that. So when he picks up the hammer, sometimes he gets different numbers. That's oh, the okay. max value that he is getting. Well, no, like he gets it's within the values, but because it's doctored footage, it's not okay. He's getting one fifty six. It's here, not a chosen value. Here. It chooses yeah. one it of those value numbers and, all the way through. and then just the same oh, value throughout okay. the entire game. That makes so, sense. so it randomizes it at the start. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, like. So this has all happened, and they've finally, like, they've talked about, like, one of the YouTube videos I was looking at was, like, talking about, he was basically a founding member of Twin Galaxies, and when they first contacted him about this stuff, he was basically threatening Twin Galaxies, like, I'll make this bad for you if you guys keep this up after, like, them, like, asking him questions on it. 
Hmm. But like the whole thing with Todd Rogers and now this is like there is a new head at Twin Galaxies, and Billy Mitchell is not friends like with him like he was the old Twin Galaxies guy. Yeah, this dude right here, this old dude with the beard, Wally Rogers or something. I oh, can't he's not there anymore. Name Name's Wally something. Yeah, uh, but he he was the the founder and like was in tight with Billy Mitchell and Billy Mitchell yeah. donated a lot of money mm-hmm. to start Twin Galaxies, but also keep himself on top and sell his hot sauce, apparently. Sure. But, anyway, this new guy has been very adamant about changing Twin Galaxies into the company it needs to be if they want to maintain that, like, clout as, like, you know, we're keeping track of this stuff, and, like, these are, these are the, the records that we're keeping here, and mm-hmm. we're doing the work for this stuff. So that means Steve uh, Weeb is the... He's now recognized as the first player to ever break a million. Yeah. That's good. And that, and, like, because his video is in King of Kong, like, that proves it undeniably. Yeah. So. Yeah, because they recorded it for that documentary. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, Billy Mitchell says he's got a video that proves that, like, he did this without cheating. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, so this guy that did the, uh, that put the video up online was invited to an arcade expo where Billy Mitchell... And his entourage of dipshits were all going to be. <laughs> and entourage of dipshits. So, <laughs> just that like, whole picture in my head is great. Yeah, as a joke, he sh- like the guy showed up. His name is Apollo Legend on his YouTube channel, but he shows up in a Billy Mitchell outfit. So he's wearing a shirt with a or a tie. suit with the American tie, and he's got like a fake like black hair wig and like a big bushy beard because that's the best he can do. <laughs> and like the, he has video of him. With Billy Mitchell and some other guys, like, taking pictures, like, like they're friends. Like, they've invited him there. Like, they know he's there. And then uh, they published this slander piece about him. It's like, he snuck into the event. It's like, no. Like, on the website, the coordinator very specifically invited him. He was invited. And he paid for his ticket. He didn't sneak in. And, like, he didn't sneak in. It was like, I'm fake Billy Mitchell. Like, in this, like, Halloween costume. Like, I'm Billy Mitchell. Here's my doctored ID. You want to try some of my hot sauce? Here's some free if you want to just look all the way here. Because this is a serious event. It's not real hot sauce. It's yeah. just red water. I kind of cheated It's a Frank's red hot sauce. I just colored over the label. There there with go. some crayons. But, anyway, like, he's got a video that shows him, like, taking pictures with Billy Mitchell. And Billy Mitchell, like, barely managing to, like, keep his, like, just quiet rage to himself but he's making some jabs at him like so like he had the guy from the video that like did the, the board game swap or the the arcade board swap and like he makes a comment as to like yo so what was going on with that uh, board swap you got going there and like at that moment like Billy Mitchell walks out but he's very obviously like, he's got his phone out and he's he's asking them these questions like if at any point if they had an, an objection it was very obvious he's recording this and if they have objections, they can say something. Yeah. So it says, like, in this other article, like, oh, he showed up, he was wired with microphones, and, like, he's trying to, you know, wire on, he was recording us, like, without us knowing it, like, all this slander stuff, and it was like, no, no, pretty not, pretty much not, like. I mean, is he just, like, he's not that old, but is he just he's old not, enough to start going senile? I think, Maybe, just I think slightly? he's been sitting there simmering, like, he's taking away everything from me that I worked so hard to achieve, pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. Like, this cannot stand. It's slander at this point. It doesn't matter if I did it or not. Yeah. He's smearing my well, name. It's like, no, you deserve to he be He still smeared. has like, his, like, super popular hot sauce company, even though I've never 
heard of it or seen it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Probably that's not doing very well either. Oh, really? But, yeah. <laughs> um, Good. Anyway, yeah, that guy that guy gets exactly what he deserves. Like, mm-hmm. So the he, thing about it is like... He just went the wrong direction with his... His popularity yeah. is basically where that comes down to. So, so like the room, like he's been Billy Mitchell has been threatening legal action against this Apollo legend because of his videos that are pointing out how much of a liar Billy Mitchell is. Mm-hmm. And, but I think like they're going to post another video that's supposed to prove uh, that he's been legit on all this stuff the whole time, and like he doesn't want this kid picking it apart like he's done all the other stuff. So. Yeah, that's trustworthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I just scare you legally, like it's not going to create a problem, and not get the entire rest of the internet and forums on top of me for this. Yeah, because you know Billy Mitchell. Because he's just one dude. Name, like at this point, nobody likes giant. Billy Mitchell anyway. Yeah. You think he went to see Ready Player One? He's like, yeah, no, it's just my life. That's just what I do every day. What, yeah, <laughs> this guy's not a hero. I do that. I could do that. I could, I could beat that game. Yeah, yeah, that's me. I mean, I just I'm I'm the video game player of the century. You should have an avatar of me in that game. But you think he's like stuck in the '80s when there wasn't internet, and you could just threaten people with legal action? Yes, and I am. Would shut I up. am very sure of that because there has been multiple situations where people that don't understand the internet, like oh, was it you that pointed out that the guy that was trying to do this like children's TV show? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that terrible thing. <laughs> that was yeah. so great. Cool cat saves the kids. Yeah, yep. That guy doesn't understand how things work. Man. Yeah, it's the worst. It's like. Uh oh, the world knows about this and they're on to me, and they don't like it when I just go after one guy real hard. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Try to threaten I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen to Billy Mitchell if oh, he yeah. starts uh, going down that. So, Sega made a couple announcements in Japan. Sick. New Sonic? Um, no, not New Sonic. New they Sonic talked about all the retro stuff, actually. Oh, the, the Mega Drive. Knuckles? So, there's two things. Knuckles. First thing, <laughs> Nickels. Um, put up a bio page on Sega Facebook for Sonic. Yeah, he likes rings. Please just have a silver knuckles. Let's call it Nickels. They have something called Sega Ages coming uh, to yeah. the Switch, um, which is basically a line of their retro titles that will be downloadable on the Switch. It's basically them just adding stuff to their eShop, which they did to the previous ones, but this is a good direction. That means Nintendo's probably getting ready to announce what their plans are as far as the classic games coming to their their console. This is also a good chance to point out that Nintendo can kind of fuck this up every single time they come out of the gate on this and can't make it so you can just immediately publish on this stuff. Yo, can this play old Nintendo games, Sega games? No? Could you get somebody to work on that? Because I was still selling. <laughs> um, and then they announced, and this this is the this is actually really cool, the Mega Drive Mini, or the Sega Genesis. Yeah. Uh, is coming. So far, and now this is officially from Sega. This isn't the one from that, Brazil. From Brazil or uh, at at game, I believe is what they're called. Um, the at game is at games. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not them making this one. It's the same, actually Sega. We're mixing two it. companies together. Is that, it's not the same guys that made the monitor. It's like no, G- game no, 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 no. <laughs> no, this one says like at game okay. at game. Oh. Yeah, no. Be cooler if they use the app. <laughs> Hello, we are at the game. No, those guys are actually kind of cool. The guys that do the monitors and stuff like that. The yeah, like those. We those have a typo and registering our company. No, we are at candy. Right. We are at supermarket at candy bar. Anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. You know, so all those classic Sega Genesis titles that you absolutely had to have your hands on. Just imagining a Twitter is like Mortal no, Kombat. Right? Hopefully, um, I wonder if they'll have Mortal Kombat on there. Because. 
That's they haven't re-released the original Mortal Midway Kombat here. for or, uh, a long time, right? Ever? The Midway Arcade. Doesn't another Storm the last like, one they did? Is there a publisher that owns them now? Um, Warner Brothers is the one that uh, runs Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah because owns NetherRealm Studios. Yeah, unless they stepped outside and. Well, I mean, like Nintendo got Square games and you know other third-party Capcom All games right. and Konami. I mean, Konami. They got Konami games on the, one the classic this consoles. This can't go unpunished. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it. Okay. I'm have, a game developer. Have you heard about Sega? The, company, the guys that made Sonic. Yeah, the guys yes. that made Sonic. Yeah. Have you seen any of their game releases in the past 20 years and notice how good they are at fucking that up? Yeah. Like Sonic. Like, hey, <laughs> so Final Fantasy, like the biggest JRPG that's coming out ever is coming out this week. When do we want to release Yakuza? Oh, day and date with that. Because people want... Like, they're looking for some kind of Japanese game out of us. Let's put it in that shadow. That'll be a safe refuge from any kind of sale. You know. I mean, but the Yakuza games are good. They get good reviews. Here's Valkyria Profile, a game made by our team that did the award-winning uh, Skies of Arcadia. Like, the same team that just yeah. knows how to make amazing RPGs. Let's not market that whatsoever. I'm just arguing that they should remake the original Mortal Kombat. Let's remake the original Sega. So many people would buy that. I mean, that's the problem. Yo. Top three game franchises you would drop from just any current releases. Number one, Mortal Kombat. Uh, you just don't like You're Mortal a Kombat. Person. You just don't like Mortal Kombat. I don't. I can't play it. <laughs> want to see the old, like, pixelated, just ripping the yeah, head and spraying out of the, the dude? Yeah, having three, pulling their, pulling their uh, hearts out. Cages, no, like Kano, and he pulls the heart and out. Cause it was it's the, still beating! It's still beating! Karima! <laughs> no, but it was on the Genesis that they didn't have the green blood. They had, like, normal red blood. Yeah, and Super then, Nintendo had the green. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, you had to put a code in in order for it to work on the Sega. There was an actual mm. code that you had to put in for the Sega Genesis to make it work. Mm. But yes. And also, all your buttons on that controller had to be working too, which was also an issue. Yeah, because it had so many damn buttons. Oh, no, because like... It does make out. me wonder, like, will they release the Sega Genesis controller the way it originally was, or will they, like, make it any smaller? Because that controller was just awkwardly big for no reason. I would love if they just let you plug in any controller that leads into a USB port. That's what I want from any any well, other system. That was my next bring up to this: one. is do you think? And I'm talking about Sega, so I know they won't. But do you think Sega, Sega will won't. improve upon maybe what Nintendo has not, as far as the mini consoles go? Have they smart. ever? No, no. If they were smart, they would. though. Sega don't. What Nintendo definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What could? Like aside from like the controller thing, mm -hmm. I like that idea. Mm -hmm. Like what else could they do? I would say allow me to put the damn cartridge in it and let it play. I mean, that'd be nice, but I don't think they're going to do that. Upscale to 4K, depending on your monitor. I you, know, you know why I they won't do that? It with 4K. I think 1080 is just fine for that. Because when they released the the NES Classic 2 that actually has Blaster on there, Blaster Master on there, I have to buy that. And if they, oh, dude, the second release of the Mega Drive has uh, Factor Man on there. We need to go after that. Like, if they, if they can serialize this kind of stuff... You know, and keep keep that lightning in a bottle in some ma manifestation. That's how they do See, it. See, that's the other weird part is that with this one, how many games are you gonna put on it in comparison to what Nintendo did? Because Nintendo, wow. they released the NES Classic and then they re released the SNES Classic we'll with Sonic the Sega one, Genesis. Sonic and Knuckles. The bulk of the games came out for that. <laughs> so it's like, you think after like they could have the, they could have Vector Man on it like day one. They could. 
Do you think afterward they would re-release the game or the Dreamcast? I don't think that'll ever happen. I think that is a sore spot still to this day with Sega. Sega. Yeah, it probably is, but it's I also mean, it's like kind of their fault. But yeah, you think it's a sore I mean, spot in the way that like it was doing well and they ruined it, or it had good promise, but then their policies and the way that they like all yeah, the like I would say it's all failed. the above. Like the the problem is is that that console got released too soon. It didn't have any support behind it. You know, like there was just so much botch behind that console that. It was going to fail no matter what. I don't know. On the consumer side of things, it had a lot of great games, and there was a mm-hmm. lot of things that was ahead of its time. But like when Sonic. They, I mean, Sonic Adventure was amazing for its Turned time. Turned Super Saiyan. Yeah. 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 He and Knuckles. He ran away from a whale. Panzer Dragoon was a really great game Shadow. on that, too. Soul Calibur was really great no, on No, like, it. the first Sonic, like, I, it had a demo. It had Mortal Kombat Gold, <laughs> and that was the ultimate edition of Mortal Kombat. Like, Mortal Kombat Gold on the Dreamcast had every character in it. Jet Set Radio, See, Jet Set Radio. The Dreamcast the future was on that. Crazy Xbox. Taxi, Crazy Taxi. Like, there's a just tons of games that were really awesome on that. Yeah. Like, they aren't both of those? Radio, both Simpsons, of those are Sega games too, though. They had a Simpsons Taxi Driver game. Carrier. Too, I think. Uh, that wasn't on the Dreamcast. That, that was wasn't? Hit, it's like Hit and Run or something. Hit and Run was. I don't think it was on Dreamcast. Oh well, Simpsons Taxi Driver doesn't sound like a game to me, so you can clarify. I, okay. I think I'm thinking so Hit and Run, I don't think was on the Dreamcast. It was on the PS2 and the original Xbox. Is that the one that, that he's talking about? Probably. Yes, I think it's the one. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the one he's talking about. But see, because it's basically uh, the Simpsons Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. But like, because the Dreamcast didn't sell too well, and because there's a lot of people that have never played on the Dreamcast, I think it's so kitsch and like just on the edge of being like, hip again, to where, like, they're now re-releasing everything, I think it would actually do pretty decently. They keep trying it, you know, like, every generation, there's, like... The problem is, is that I don't think there's enough games in there mm-hmm. that qualify... Their library is just not expensive enough to qualify for it to get released. There's, that like, that 10 sense? to 15 yeah. games that are, like, that you remember following, and there's a lot, like, oh, yeah, I really want to release a Carrier again. But if there was, like, a, hey, Star Wars Bounty Hunter... No, that was Drew. Yeah, that was GameCube. All the good games I'm thinking of are on different systems. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're kind of right. I'm starting to agree. No, no, it's okay. It's, okay. Like, it's, it's more of like, like if they were to do it, they should just release them, like just release them for yeah. like the Xbox One, Dead or Life PS4 Two, or something like that. Let's Original Dead or Life Two on Dreamcast. That's what they're doing with uh, Shenmue, right? Shenmue was only on Shenmue. Dreamcast. Yeah, I was. Released. I was actually going to bring that up. Shenmue yeah. One and Two are being redone. Shenmue One and Two. Shenmue. Shenmue. One and two! One and two. It's me! Man, we're being so racist right yeah. now. Anyway. Um, I'm sorry. They're, uh, they're re-releasing those on yeah. the uh, the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Updating graphics, supposedly, as well. Like, it's supposed to be kind of like a whole remaster deal. It's great. I want we'll to see. see that. Makes me wonder if it's going to be more like a, a Capcom remaster or an actual, like... No, the developers... Like Sony or Microsoft remaster. It's definitely not going to be the latter. <laughs> the developer's way too busy trying to shovel out a third piece of garbage. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we're going to get that. I know nobody really asked for it, even <laughs> no. though, you know, some of the internet is asking for it. Oh, my God. It's happening. Those people. <laughs> um, the other thing that got brought up, the two... So, speaking of Capcom, actually, they renewed um, the trademark on Animusha, which I thought was kind of cool. Have you never played Onimusha? No. Nope. I think it was a, actually a lot of fun. It's a word that means nothing to me. It was um, it was basically Resident Evil Samurais is the best way to kind of explain the, the game. Okay. So one, that was also a Dreamcast game. Yeah. 
That was um, the first one, yeah. And it was an incredibly popular one. There was three, three to it, wasn't there? There was three of them. And then I they had a, like a spin-off either. title. Um, you never played them? No. They were really good. Um, they were a lot of fun. It was... Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess, like, in a way, it was almost... Devil May Cry kind of took its spot. Whoa, slow down there, babe. After, like, after time, like, when... It's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> like, after time, like, it was... Anamusha was, like, it was a huge deal. They did really good. They had the third one. It was sold really well. And then they stopped making them. And then Devil May Cry came out. And I think Devil May Cry just kind of took... Took along with that. Now, the other problem is, is that the... I believe the, the person that was heading that development was one of the Resident Evil guys. And that guy no longer works for Capcom. So that's mm. probably one of the reasons why they just... Yeah, he works like, for... Evil nobody's coming with a good idea for Anamusha, so we're not going to go ahead and do it at all. So, but, uh, I don't know. Boy, with them renewing the yeah. trademark, that's that's a good sign. He works for his own company, eating chips and marshmallows on... It'd be really cool as if at microphone. E3 they announce a, a brand new Anamusha, or even just like a... Like, those games would be great to be remastered. Like, those games I would care about to be remastered. The, over, the you know, gems, like the, right? the fifth version of Devil May Cry HD collection. Yeah. Because <laughs> I... Like, don't get me wrong, I like Devil May Cry... I don't need the fifth version of the HD collection uh, to be re- uh, to be released. I've I've played enough Devil May Cry in my life. I pulled out enough hair, you know, over dying like a million times in Devil May Cry Three. Look, let me uh, just real quick. Dante is not a cool character. Dante is a dork. He's got a big red leather jacket. Like Dante though. Dante is a Dude. dork. He is an absolute. Like, when that came out, it's like just the perfect time like, is, when that came out for me. Devil May Cry is a fun game, and I enjoyed it. But Dante is not cool. I he wanted absolutely. I wanted dork. that like really cool, slick, you know, trench coat that he wears. Yes, he's gonna wear no shirt he, underneath it. Yep, but he's yeah. the guns. <laughs> I gotta have the, the huge sword. <laughs> Middle school Kyle Ricketts. <laughs> In the Swag second one, he had the stupid like nipple bandage over the top, like just the, yeah. the black thing. The connector. I was actually yeah, a nice sensor bar. Point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, like, I'm just going to, like, guys, just to remind you, this is a character whose opening scene is a girl busting through double doors into a building, and a motorcycle, like, she, her jumping off the back of a motorcycle, and <laughs> the motorcycle the best parts crashing into the wall game is they're behind just so Dante. over the top. Dante is sitting at a desk with his arms behind his back, leaned back in a chair with his legs up on the desk. He does not move. He just says, whoa, slow down there, babe. Nature calls... It's in the back. No individual introduced in such a manner can ever be considered cool. Dude, you will never so recover from this. Great. Also, and then and then that developer went on to make Bayonetta, and that's even better. <laughs> I mean, she comes off as cool, eccentric, and spazzy and weird, but still cool. She understands it's so it a little bit. Though. It is. Oh my gosh! Like just every time they talk, I'm like, just stop talking. Let me fight more stuff. <laughs> How? Let me let me drop this on you. For a nation that is largely lactose intolerant, Japan has a very intimate relationship with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they do. Um, so another cool thing, and this is also one of those like, ah, uh, it's just news to be news. We already kind of knew it was happening, but um, Bioshock, new Bioshock being worked on by 2K, being like really tight-lipped, I guess. They need it. They're in pretty dire straits right now. I don't think so. Oh, it's going to be the new well eSport, recently. man. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. NBA still did well. WWE didn't do too well, though. Dub-dub. WWE... 
that wrestling. Wrestling didn't wrestling. do very well. That, nor that game Born. got like super bad reviews. Did you see the Monster Factory with the, the failed clone of Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> the pedal. The pedal. Yeah. It's um, good. But, uh, no, like, I, I think they're going to be announcing Borderlands this year, you know, like officially at E3. Um, and that'll be out either this fall or early next year. Okay. I on think the, March. On the subject of Borderlands. It, what year is a uh, Ready Player One set in? Is it 2045? Okay. So, look. <laughs> there is I even a, know the year of fictional yeah, universes in yeah, the future. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's why I asked you. So there's this hot moment in Ready Player One where my disbelief was just shattered. Good. Like, just non-suspended. Good. And it is this moment where that he's going through the in-game shopping district. And they've got an Overwatch kiosk on one side of the street. Yeah. You know, and my, I'm thinking here, like, you know what? Overwatch has some pretty awesome characters and iconic guns, like stuff that you'd want to buy in maybe a fictional universe like. Why wouldn't you just Oasis. want to carry around Roadhogs? Like, Roadhogs, Hook, right? Reapers, shotguns, tracers, guns, anything. Yeah. All that's cool. What if I could call in Diva's mech all of a sudden? That'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. But but not in pink. Uh, this is you, the only you're, decent you're, card for. You're a pink mech guy. Kind of guy. I, I, I bought are. the I, okay. Your avatar would I be bought a the young, thin anime woman, so your mech would therefore also be pink. So about a week ago, I bought the Shanghai Dragon skin for Diva. Yeah, because it's in red and yellow, and yeah. it's the best looking skin. But anyway, <laughs> in this particular scene, immediately across from over the Overwatch kiosk is the Borderlands kiosk. Yeah, and while I can imagine Overwatch being around for twenty plus years into the future and still maintaining popularity, Borderlands is a game where I look at that and go, really? <laughs> really? This is a stretch. This is where I go, oh. Really? Because I thought about that with Iron Giant. I'm like, who, who cares? Dude. I know, oh. it's a good movie, but it's, it's a it's No, no, no. Like, no like, I, I will agree with Hayden with that. Like, it's, it's one of those movies as kids, when we were kids and we watched that, we absolutely adored and loved it, but... My kids have yet to see the Iron Giant. And Emma was watching that the other day. I mean, I might really be that movie, giving them like a disservice, you know, to my yes. children. They do need to see it. They but... probably need more love in their life. Probably <laughs> failing as a parent just because of that one. I know thing. exactly. But, um, but uh, Borderlands. There is, is a large still... group of people that regard Iron Giant as like one of the pinnacles of animation. Vin Diesel's career. Yeah. Okay. I was close. I mean, like, and I, I agree. Like, it's one of those first. You know, meshes of like CG and, and animation that like really. Work I mean, well. if Borderlands wasn't popular, why would there be a third one, like in the works? It's like it's, it's so popular that when when Gearbox wants to make a different game, everybody's like, "No, don't make a different game. We just want Borderlands 3. And Two K is like, "No, make a different game because we need esports." Yeah, that's yeah. They're still holding that out. But here's the thing: why, like, they've been holding that bell out if you were than, uh, if you were in a Battleborn near, and Evolve have been going. If you were in a nearly endless like digital universe full of pop culture references, why wouldn't you want to buy like those crazy Borderlands guns that you see? Like the one that screams each time that you fire it. Because or I think they the have a mine. They have a Minecraft gun in that game. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying the sixer that guns shoots blocks <laughs> are cooler than the Borderlands guns. Remington makes guns in real life that are cooler than those guns. I'm just saying. 
there are better like this is like you're a terrible person no I'm not yeah you are I've got a 16 person. gauge shotgun that retracts like a howitzer to reload itself that's fucking rad <laughs> that's a real thing that exists put that in the game nonetheless Borderlands is great and I don't care what you say you know what it's a fun game so is Iron Giant <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I never said Iron Giant was bad. You said you hated it and you weren't showing your children because you hated it. I never Giant. said that once. I just, I did say that I haven't shown it to my children. How long have we been going? Um, we are at the fifty-six minute mark. That's, yeah, that's pretty. So good. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bring this close to an end. I do want to talk about God of War real quick. Yeah. So at this point, releases in on Friday. At this yes. point, we need you to. Uh, I haven't played it. Put some, you know, just awesome Lincoln Park in the background. Shut <laughs> up. Just keep looping anyway, that for thirty seconds so we don't get the copyright. This game. I'm trying is to think of Lincoln Park song, but I can't think of one. Crawling in my skin. Keep going. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the game is getting incredible reviews. Like the some of the best reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, Ninety-four on Metacritic, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Huge deal. Tens across the board. Possible game of the year. I can't And it's probably it. driving David insane. Like, his brain. It's one of those things that I just, I, I will can't, never care about it. What? Can't actually you figure out the reason why. You didn't like God of War? No, it hasn't changed in, like, any of its life. Like, it's never evolved into anything good. But this game is... Like, done 100% different. Yeah. It's been <laughs> it's done been, by the people that did The Last of Us. Come on. I just don't care. Like, I it just, I can't, like, look... Like when you, I, I'm, I'm struggling to try to find. I try to remember the name of Lincoln Park's fans site that they had. So like the Underground or something dumb like that, where uh, wasn't it just the Park Underground or something? Park Underground something like that. But I'm just like when you're talking about like, oh, perfect reviews coming out. I was like, oh, all of them released on Lincoln Park's website for. <laughs> but no, like I just I. It looks real good. God of War 1, 2, and 3 were the exact same game. And so were the PSP games. Like, yeah. I just I don't but care anymore. But if you look back at what were what was being made at that time, like... Darksiders 1 came out and was a better game than God of War. And then they didn't respond to that in any way. And they just kept releasing the same thing. Like, it's just a... To me, it, God of War feels like a PS2 game. And even seeing God of War 3 is just a glorified PS2 game. Because was it the original God of War PS2 game? Yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. It was like, the first God of War was a PS2 game. Yeah. Then I played God of War 3 on the PS3, and it felt like the exact same PS2 game. With like, you know, it looks pretty, but it's the exact same gameplay. Mm-hmm. And like, it's cool to play this on the PSP, because it plays the exact same way, but it's still that PSP game, and it's not evolving. But that was also like, the decade of churning, like, the same stuff over and over again. So like, I mean, all the Splinter Cells were exactly the same, like, the Prince of Persia games barely changed at all. Like, there were lots of games that no, man, didn't change over that time. Dude, the opening to... Shut up! An opening does not change the way the game's played. It does! Like, the, so the motorcycle crashes through the window? Prince of Persia, the sands of time. The guy was all lovey and cool, like he was like Aladdin. And then you opening to Prince of Persia, the second one, whatever that was. Dark something the Two towers. Other. Yeah, the two towers. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he comes in, he's, all, mixed up he's all dark, he's got like, guy liner on, he's got long black hair, and like, he calls a lady a bitch in the first, like, five minutes. Oh man, he's edgy now. And then in Prince of Persia, <laughs> Prince of Persia and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, <laughs> he was all like half demon or whatever. Prince of Persia and the sands all over the floor now. Who's gonna clean this up? <laughs> anyway, I'm uh, super. I'm super stoked for God of, the new God of War. Like it looks great. Like the the fact that he's dealing with his son. Like that's like. Have you watched the video on a video? The gameplay on this at all? Yeah. And, oh, just. I'm so excited. I just want to I want to feel the new combat system. Yeah. Because it's definitely not 
the other God of Wars, and mm-hmm. it's a lot more kind of like modern Horizon Zero Dawn, Last of Us, sort of more meaningful, less button mashy combat. Less butt, you can just stop I still, there. I still feel like it'll less probably butt. have... There will be less art. butt. It doesn't seem like it's going to be filled with like naked chicks and stuff anymore. Yeah, that was a just that, highlight. I don't know. That, that'll cut out a lot of fans there. Well, it's because that the period of... Ones. That, like, this period of like male dominance and like the power fantasy yeah. stuff is also kind of like ending. He banged the like, goddess so games. good that the girls buy their... I feel like there'll still be a little bit of it in there. It's like, it's in I mean, every probably, game. right? But like Conan Exiles, that's probably going to be the game for you because you can go full nude in that game. What? Doesn't matter whichever gender you want. Just full, completely naked. You get an endowment meter. It's great. Yeah. You, what, what you want good. your penis flapping around in the wind. You want to be able to, around in the wind. You want to crouch and you want to be able to dip into the ground to check the temperature. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Take soil samples with your dong. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be the game for you. Uh, it is definitely what I want to I feel this with my penis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, I with can't that, make the freaking Conan joke anymore. We, we are uh, we are gonna bring this to a close. Um, thanks for joining us. Like always, you can follow me at Superman on Twitter at Hayden T Smith. Yo. Okay, like the only way that works is if you can get a loincloth. It is shorter. Like this is the average man's loincloth, but I have such just a huge package. It extends like a foot beyond that. <laughs> Uh, Sir, could you put that away? No, I, they do not make one cloths in my size. <laughs>